0: Service. What is up, listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the Full Service Podcast. I am Tank Smith, your host. Today is episode 52. Thanks for being here. Happy day after Labor Day. I hope your Labor Day weekend was a good one. I'm It's funny, like I'm sure if you were to go back to the beginning of 2020 and try to like make a prediction on what Labor Day weekend would look like, I'm sure nobody really had this in their cards at all. Like last Labor Day, I didn't have a job. This Labor Day, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, the remake. So I guess things are, things are really looking up in the world. Uh, <laughs> as always, I appreciate you being here. If you're on the old social media, we are as well. We are on Instagram and Twitter, at Full Service Pod. My personal Instagram and Twitter, at TankFunkAdela. Give me a follow as well. If you enjoy the podcast, if you like what we're doing here week after week, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button, that subscribe button. You'll be alerted as soon as every episode drops. Reviews, ratings really do help for visibility for the podcast. So if you could give us a five-star rating, write us a review. I will read it on air and I'll love you forever. Double whammy. That'd be incredibly helpful. Today, episode 52, I'm excited. My guest is one of my friends, Keith. He is a client. I've only had one client episode on the podcast so far. I've recorded with Rover in, I guess, November of last year, and since then, I've had multiple people reach out saying they wanted me to do more client episodes. I had a couple people reach out and wanted me to talk about what it's like being a black client today. And one of my friends, Keith, I was like, yo, dude, hey, you're a black dude. You're a young guy. I know you've been seeing sex workers longer than I have. Why don't we uh, do an interview? So uh, we sat down maybe like a week ago, recorded this. We talk about how we got into seeing sex workers, his experience being a black client, the no AA culture and sex work. He gives advice. We talk about it all. So I'm super excited for y'all to hear this. I'm going to stop talking. Let's get to this interview. I hope you enjoy my interview with Keith. Thanks. Welcome back, listeners. It's Tank Smith. I'm excited for today's episode. I'm excited for every. I say it every. I say it every week. I'm excited. I've I've had a few people reach out to me recently, wanting to do client episodes. I had uh, one person specifically want me to do an episode where I kind of focused on the perspective of like what it's like being a black client now, and. Then one of my friends, I was like, holy shit, I gotta have one of my friends on the podcast. Same age as me, black dude, Keith, client, fucking thanks for being on the podcast,
1: man. No problem, happy to uh, knock out a couple of uh, birds with one stone, checking off a few boxes. Checking uh, them boxes, exactly. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we are in Atlanta
0: currently. Keith, how, uh, how do you like Atlanta?
1: Love Atlanta. It's uh, tough to leave, I think. Um, I was pretty much raised here, Okay and I always have that itch. Cause I love California. I love places like Colorado, Texas. Uh, big fan of like DC, New York. But find myself just, this is home. Atlanta's a really cool city. Great culture. Great food. Great babes are hot here. Everything's amazing in Atlanta. Fuck yeah. Yeah, the South. We got the women. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Atlanta's dope. What uh? What do you like to do for fun? For fun, you know, I'm I'm pretty. I, th- I would say I'm a little normal in that range. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess I mean outside of. Uh, being a john (laughs) but uh uh, as far as normal things i think uh you know binging tv i love eating i mean hanging with friends you know all that typical stuff you know feel adventurous going on a hike every now and then but it's too hot for that shit now it's hot as fuck yeah i'm ready for fall i used to love summer as a kid but now uh i'm like a i'm like a fall spring and then even winter now i'm like i can't wait to throw the sweats back on
0: I feel like every summer comes around, and I'm like, I didn't think it was this hot. I think like, it happens I with age. Yeah,
1: I didn't know it could get this hot. Exactly. Yeah, I think, uh, and that's a common thing. Even my friend group were like, we don't like summer anymore. Yeah, like, it's miserable. Yeah, I just yeah. want to put on a fucking sweatshirt and be comfortable. Exactly. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's miserable. Yeah. I still like sweating. You yeah, know? sweating's horrible. Yeah, it's disgusting. You can't do anything without having to shower like two or three times. A really, day. gold bond's my issue. I don't like investing in gold. Bond. <laughs> that too. You know, <laughs> yep, I'm always powdering the nuts up and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to stay dry. And you got a date later, you know, you got to make, gotta get the timing right. You can't shower in the beginning of the day and then, no, nah, uh, you got to shower yeah, right before. Right before. Fuck yeah! What uh, what do you do for work? What uh... uh, so I'm in uh, in tech, so a little bit of software engineering. Oh shit! Yep. Are you able to work from home
0: during the pandemic? Yes,
1: fortunately. Yeah, I think uh, even before the pandemic, I had some work from home privileges, but now uh, full remote, I don't think I can ever go back to an office. So yeah. I'm uh, yeah, with uh, the gig I have now, it's uh, remote from here on out. So that's, I want to keep it that way.
0: That's what my mom's been saying. Like she uh, basically commutes like probably, like, 40 miles each way, like, going to work on, like, 285 and has not had to work, like, I guess, go into the office since, I guess, probably March, and she's like, I do not miss 285 at all. If I never have to drive to work again, I'll be so fucking happy.
1: Yeah, to not get off the rails here, but yeah, I think, I hope companies wake up and realize, I mean, from a quality of life standpoint, it's a million times better. I mean, my commute, I would spend Probably an hour and a half a day in traffic, maybe more. Like this it's yeah. horrible, you know. So when you're think about things you can do in the evening and stuff, you, know, you can sleep in later. You can literally wake up 15 minutes before your first meeting or call or whatever, and then uh, you don't have to deal with the BS after work. And you know, before I would get home too late, didn't want to cook, didn't want to do whatever. But now I can log off and go do whatever I want. It's still early, so the days seem longer. And you can just
0: smoke weed while <laughs> exactly. at work. Exactly.
1: That's the that's the joy. But of- I will say, the beauty in tech is we could do that. We did that before anyway. Oh, goddamn! <laughs> yeah, they don't drug test in, in that industry. So so I, need to, yeah. I need to get on that. Dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, it's My they're not path. drug testing, but you, if you have a vape or something, no one's going to call you out. My
0: career path has now changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it's a liberal law profession for sure.
0: Fuck yeah. I know we're, uh, how, old, how old are you? Thirty. Oh
1: boy! Yep, same age. Yep. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Young this is... in the game.
0: <laughs> okay. Nickelodeon,
1: Disney Channel. Which Which one do you prefer? Ooh, you know what? Um, growing up, not now. Growing up is tough. So I will say that Disney Channel was almost like a flex. Growing up, I, oh, okay. I think a lot of kids didn't really have it, so I feel like at least where I came up, <laughs> yeah, Disney Channel was like, oh, you know, like, you got Disney Channel, you, you got money or you know something like that. But okay. uh, I would say Nickelodeon, like Rocket Power, Rugrats, um, oh, Kenyan boy. and Kel, those are classics. Like I don't think, I mean, Disney had their original, you know, their yeah, originals the original- that were solid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I think those Nickelodeon classics are like quintessential 90s you know when you think about the 90s in a nutshell that is true
0: yeah hey arnold's my shit i fuck with that yeah, i was a
1: hey arnold fan yeah yeah i didn't like the uh what was i think they had some dark shows on or was that cartoon network that had like ren and stimpy and like they used to have like a like nick well, was it not
0: nick and knight but it was like i think they had ren and stimpy for a little bit but i right. feel like that was probably that stuff was always weird cartoon me. network a little yeah bit.
1: and like courage the cowardly dog i think that might okay be like, yeah, yeah that was cartoon network yeah so that stuff was weird to me so okay yeah. <laughs> not too different this is <laughs> yeah i was like the, this is degenerate shit like I'm, like I'm a kid and this is this is weird Rocco's modern life was another one i enjoyed that you did yeah. okay
0: that shit was weird though <laughs> it was weird yeah i don't like good. weird shit i don't like weird shit now <laughs> even
1: spongebob was a little
0: fucking weird but spongebob what played, but the weird. Shit was fun though yeah
1: but i, was, I guess i'm a little older though so i tolerated that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Are you,
0: uh, I know we t- mentioned earlier fantasy football you play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get a league together this year. Uh, everyone's kind of late on the bandwagon. So, and I just don't feel invested in the league, but I'm hoping to, uh, to get it going this year. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't feel the same. Like, we'll see
0: even, if the NFL happens. Well, right. Think, if it think, even
1: happens. Like, do you watch Hard Knocks? I haven't watched this year. Okay. So I'm a huge Hard Knocks fan. And even that seems weird this year. So I just, I'm not feeling the mood, you know, like college football. Which is kind of halfway starting if you're, like, an SEC fan. But even then, like, I don't even know if that's going to happen. So I'm I'm not holding my breath. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well,
0: Keith, I appreciate you uh, being on the podcast. Sure.
1: Happy to be here. Thanks for having
0: me. Hell yeah. Can you remember the first time you think you ever heard of sex work at all?
1: Uh, The first time? Yeah, I mean, you know, grew up in the information age as millennial. So I don't think... uh, Yeah, having HBO as a kid. Bro,
0: real real sex, (laughs) dude? Real sex, yeah.
1: Um, And a couple of the other ones, I can't think of the names. So I was always privy to it. Um, So I would say, I mean, probably as early as like 12 years old, if I were to say. Maybe younger than that. Okay. Growing up with HBO, you learn quick.
0: I will say, so HBO real sex is like off topic a little bit, right? Yeah. So I will sort of like... I was in a relationship for like eight and a half years, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't watch any HBO real, like any HBO like After Dark shit. Yeah. that whole time, right? Mm-hmm. We break up, and I'm like, oh boy, I'm about to go on HBO. <laughs> I'm gonna watch all this shit I missed. <laughs> HBO took that shit down like a month before we broke up. Oh,
1: really? When was that? Like 2018, dude. 2018. That's when they stopped the late night. That's when they stopped. It's that's weird. They stopped. I guess because no. they got bought. Like, who? What umbrella are they under? Like Time Warner or something? Yeah, I, I think know. they're like, Time Warner. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Politics, I guess. <laughs> How'd you uh, get into seeing sex workers? So funny story. Um real funny story. I hope we got the time for this, so bear with me. So I was twenty two years old. Okay. And I worked with this gentleman. He was at the time so if I was twenty two, he was like probably mid thirties. He was like the he was a grown little kid. Most okay. immature adult I have ever met to date. And at that time, I just got out of a long-term relationship. It was like four years or something, or, or maybe a little longer. Okay. And anyway, um, I was at work, I was down, and these guys were, he was an absolute clown. So he's like, I got something to take your mind off of. And it just so happened it was around my birthday. Okay. Um, so he's like, I got a gift for you. And he was like, go get a massage. And then he was kind of joking. He was like, you play your cards right, you know, you get a happy ending or something. And I kind of laughed and played it off, but he was like serious. And so I was like, okay, uh, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but... Um, long story short, took him up on it, and I went visit this woman. I guess he must have like prepaid for me or something, and he must have been a regular. Um, okay. So it was all set up, and I went and got like what appeared to be a legit massage. Like, and she really like messed with me a little bit since you know I was a, a complete rookie and nervous out of my mind. <laughs> and you know, she kind of fucked with me a little bit, and then uh, eventually, you know, did, did the whole flip thing, and uh, and yeah, did the deed, and it was uh, pretty cool. Now the funny part about this is I did not. At that time, and maybe of my young bravado, I was like, oh, you know, I don't need to do this or whatever. That was cool, but having yeah. me to do this again. Um, plus, I was young and broke, so that probably was the biggest factor, if I'm being honest with myself. I feel like that's a huge factor. <laughs> yeah. for you. like, I'm right, over whatever. here, like, kind of bullshitting. Like, yeah, let, let's be honest. Um, so it wasn't until like three years later, I would say, yeah, three or four years later, that's when I actually pursued to do it on my own. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so with that, um, yeah, I think I was like 24, 25. Okay.
0: Did you like, get like seeking it on your own did you like get any advice or anybody or did you know anybody who really had seen anybody yeah i was
1: you know again i'll I'll revert back to this and i think my personality i'm I'm big on i'm almost a know-it-all and i'm going to use my resources at hand so like if there's something i want to do i'm going to make sure i leave no stone unturned to learn about it yeah and that's how i treated it so i didn't have any advice my advice was the online community, which we have, so okay. I was I researched it up and down, you know, read blogs, forums, whatever, and, and finally got the courage to you know to take the dive. So yeah, but I had no, had no advice from anyone though. I really just was on my own, but the internet definitely came in handy.
0: Did you know how to like book anybody? Like, did you like know how to reach out to somebody? Or yeah,
1: thanks to the internet. Yeah, I, I you know it was <laughs> it was foreign and now it's hard to think back on it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I saw like articles and things written from the provider's perspective and, and, um, I follow that to a T. So, and I kind of got the the way it works, you know, like, you know, the, the, the sequence of events. So, you know, you, um, and I think you see on the forums, it's like a typical, like two calls or something like that. Okay. And at the time I'm like, okay, what is that? And you know, I'm Googling my ass off and oh, okay. I finally was like, okay, so I, you know, I text them or call or whatever. And I think maybe that's, I feel like more people were wanting to call, but I don't know. But you know, they talk to you, and then they you know you set it up. Tell them what you want, and that was always weird. Um, I think I was always like overly like polite and stuff. Um, it's a good thing, though. yeah. That's <laughs> and professional, which yeah, maybe came off weird. I don't know. So they're like, "Are you are you a narc? Like you sound weird." But uh, that's <laughs> the approach. Weird. That's the approach I took. But uh, I learned later that they prefer that. So uh, as opposed to someone just saying, "Hey, what's up?" or you know, "You available?" You know, so give some yeah. details, introduce yourself, and, and so on. <laughs>
0: Fuck yeah! How were your experiences seeing sex
1: workers once you started? um it was it was a mixed bag at first so despite my resourcefulness it was still it was a mixed bag i actually i want to say my very first experience wasn't really all that she kind of she wasn't wasn't the most it was a massage and wasn't the most central provider and then the pictures didn't quite match yeah um and so i'm kind of picky in general like even you know in my personal life so I really tried to like filter out. So I'd only go for women that had a good reputation, reviews, and stuff. And then my experience, so I'd say it was mostly good, but I did have a couple of, couple of, laid a couple of eggs there.
0: I, I feel like you just don't really, like getting in, I feel like you have to spend a lot of money to figure out what you're doing.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like I feel like
0: that's the, like you. There was you, some trial
1: and error at first. There yeah. had, Before like, I got into the groove yet, yeah, there was some trial and error. And there were, yeah, I want to say I went on a little streak of two or three sessions, which were kind of mediocre in my opinion. I mean, maybe at the time, you know, just the thrill of it. But if I were to look back on it, it was, it was a little mediocre. So I think it got better, like you said, with, with experience. And once I got my footing, did you know initially when you are like,
0: like, I didn't really know why I wanted to do this. I felt like initially, like I was just like, I haven't had sex in a while. Like I think like, I just want to have sex, right? But yeah. then, like, after doing it a while, I'm like, it's not really a sex thing. It's probably, for me, more like connection with somebody
1: else, but that's just me. But, like, yeah. did you know why you initially wanted to see that's a sex? That's the thing? thing. I mean, you know, on the surface, like, and I, I actually pondered over this just on my way over here because I knew this would come up. And, and yeah, I think um, on the surface, obviously, yeah, you want to, you know, get off. Um, you, you know, you want to, you know, there's that aspect of Make it. Make love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for me, yeah, I think it was kind of like a thrill. It was something that's taboo. And, I'm, you know, growing up in the porn you know, generation or digital porn age, you know, it's like acting out a fantasy almost, you know. So like yeah. you see, you know, there's porn videos on it's massages with happy endings. So I think some of that kind of played into it. And, it, yeah, it's like a thrill. I'm not really a risk taker in most aspects of my life. But this is something that I guess where it's like a bit of a thrill and adrenaline rush because you don't know what you're going to get into. You know, it's something where you could get in trouble. You could, you know, get robbed, you know, scam- whatever. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. Yeah. Um, And just even, you know, taking that out, just like, yeah, you don't know what to expect. It could be a great experience. It could be like lack- You know, it's, it's really just a lot of mystery involved. And I think that's kind of cool.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because you have, I mean, like until, I guess if you've never seen this person before, until they yeah. open the
1: door, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. What you're getting yourself into. So there's some nerves. Like I get like pre-date uh, jitters. You yeah, know? yeah. Like more than... Yeah, I'm more nervous, yeah, than, than like real dates in my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you know, I don't know what to expect. Like some heart's <laughs> like pounding and then you go in and you know, then you're relaxed and and you go on with it. how did how'd you feel about screening initially? Did you know Ooh, anything about screening or a little bit. So I, I kinda you, understood that like and I was able to put together that like providers that were a little more higher end and, and careful would do some screening. At first it was weird because you're like you're all nervous and you don't really understand how prevalent and how widespread the industry really is. So it's kind of like, you know, you're thinking the worst, like, Oh God, my information and what are they going to do with it? Blah, blah, blah. Or am I talking to the feds? You know, you don't, yeah. so I was a little weird about it, but I think in general, I kind of got comfortable with it, especially if they're asking for things that were reasonable, you know? Um, so there's, I know there's a lot of different methods of screening, but I think, yeah, if they're not asking for anything too crazy, then I'm like, okay, what can they really do with this? Like, you know, and I know you know what you're doing. So no. So, yeah. Um. So, yeah, with time, I got a little more comfortable with that. But at first it was weird. <laughs> How do you feel now? Like, oh, so- now I'm good. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to, you know, you're doing your homework. So if if it's a reputable provider, someone with a, a good reputation, um, then yeah, no problem. I yeah. Have no problem handing that information over. And I understand, you know, it's it's. it's it's tough out here, you know. It's dangerous. a lot of creeps out there. Guys are weird as fuck. So, like, <laughs> God, so I understand. I'm like, I'm happy to, you know, do my part to make you feel better. And then in turn, you know, I'll probably have a better experience because of it.
0: Yeah. Because nobody wants to fucking go into a situation where they're right. on edge with and people. Or, are, yeah.
1: What the like? Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, people are, I mean, unfortunately, yeah, it's a, it's a shit world out here. So, yeah, got to protect, protect us for their safety and ours at the end of the day, probably.
0: Yeah. Do people in your life know you see sex workers?
1: No. No. no yeah um oh actually there's a couple well, i have a couple like loose acquaintances who, okay. like we've kind of connected on that and uh, like have you ever done that before and like, uh, yeah so but yeah no, nothing uh no one real close to me so it's definitely uh, okay yeah a bit of a secret of mine
0: how do you think like if you were to tell them like what do you how do you think they'd
1: react oh god yeah i mean they would be like what the fuck like you're a weirdo or you know they probably yeah, it wouldn't be i mean i think on some level they would understand because it's like They would see it as, yeah, I mean, why not do? I think talking with people close in my life, we've probably agreed that that's something that you should do before you die. Okay. Just like, you know, you're going to have intimate moments with a professional, someone who is, you know, does this for a living, you know, so it could be like a porn star experience, you know, that's kind of how they think of it. Yeah. But if they knew it was a habit, they'd definitely judge me. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, for sure.
0: I had I definitely had comics that were talking shit. And I'm like, motherfucker,
1: I'm on, I'm on a path, okay. I'm, right. on, a path, I'm on a journey. And yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, there's that stigma, and that's the thing, you know. I feel like a lot of people. It's like a lot of things, you know. People talk a lot of shit, but then when it comes down to it, you know, a lot. Of, there's a lot of people doing it. Just like there's a lot of people paying there, yeah. for porn. There's a lot of people doing a lot of things out here. So someone's doing it, <laughs> and definitely that's the thing.
0: Like that's why I started the podcast because I'm like. Every there's thousands of fucking people that are doing this yes. fucking
1: thing yeah. and nobody's talking about exactly. it. Just it's just one pre- of those things. We're all too cool to admit We're just admit pretending it. that it's yeah. like this shit's not happening. It is out here. I mean, you go on the sites, you see hundreds of providers. I mean, obviously it's something that's in demand and these women and men wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't in demand like that. So yeah. clearly <laughs> there's people out here doing it. There's one wanna admit it. No. Yeah. 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 I mean, actually think about that. I'm like, which one of these you know, I'll be, I'll be anywhere. I'll be somewhere as benign as a restaurant or even at work. I'm like, I'm trying to think who in here is a perv, you know? <laughs> I don't, uh, this, I, I like at my last job,
0: I don't know. I was like, we had like some like, going away party for somebody who was like leaving to go work somewhere else. Yeah. And I don't know if I mentioned the podcast to somebody, but it got mentioned to this older dude, like mm-hmm. white guy, probably like late fifties, like right. tech guy. And then he and then he started talking to me about it, like how he he does it or like how he kind of got into it, like in like the probably like seventies or eighties oh, wow. and shit. And I was like, oh my <laughs> god, like you just don't know until you really like talk to people and shit. Exactly,
1: that's just like anything, yeah. And then you find out, you know, then you're you're yeah, you're throwing it up and talking about it.
0: When I know like when I first uh like I guess started seeing sex workers, it was in the like mountains in North Carolina. Okay. And there was a lot of ads that have like no AA. Which Ooh. I didn't know what that like Ooh, first getting yes. in, I didn't really know what that was. Yeah, I had to Google it. And then I was like <laughs> No AA. oh, no black dudes. Okay. Yeah. That's uh that's a new one. How
1: uh how do you feel about no AA? You know, um I mean obviously it, it sucks. I mean, as a, a black person, it's like kind of sucks if you're minded <laughs> of discrimination. I mean, that's not cool. But at the same time, I understand that there's reasons for, it. you know, whether they're misguided or not. It could be from personal experience, it could be from, you know, just what they were told when, you know, you get into the industry. I know it's just kind of something, you know, knowledge that's passed along. Um, but for me, I think um you know, one I think I'd have to say that is why don't like for those reasons that are stated, whether it's like the type of clientele or, whether they're unprofessional or pushy or scammers, whatever it might be, the reasoning, well, why don't you just screen? Because if you're screening properly, then, then you know, you, you rule all that out. Yeah. Um, but I will say that my experience, though, despite seeing that, I have seen roughly probably three, three providers that say that, and then I end up uh, being able to see them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think um, for me, you know, so I think once they let that guard down, so like I said, the screening, so I think in the early days, I remember the first girl – who had that? I think I called her, and so on the phone she was able to, you know, hear my voice. I probably sound people sound like a white guy, I guess. So, so you sound like a black guy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I've been told that all my life. Like, so, so yeah, I embrace it now. But uh, you know, you, you come across as a non-threatening, you know, black person. So then they're like, okay, so you know, um, it's fine. And then I remember there was actually this one provider I met, and I actually got all the way to. The room, and then she realized I was black. So, I guess with her screening, she she screened using like a picture or something. Uh, oh, okay. so she's like, uh, you know, show me a picture. And then I guess she wanted maybe like a business card or something. Okay. And um, yeah, so with the business card and my picture, I guess she just forgot to be like, and hey, you're not like black, are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she opened the door and she's like, she's like, oh. And I was like, what? And I was like, and it was this awkward like moment. And then she's like, oh, I typically don't see black men and I was like, Well why would you fucking I'm like why would you say that right now? Yeah. Like, I'm here. And this is weird. And I was like, Well I can go, like I'm not gonna press you. Like whatever. Yeah. Like, give a shit. And uh and then she's like kinda made a joke which you know it's probably racist but whatever, you know in your moment, you're on a mission, so like you can call you can call me an n word in my face and I'll probably still go through with it. But uh, <laughs> uh, Might make the dick harder. <laughs> yeah. So in that in that moment I guess she was like, Oh well you're not gonna I guess she said oh, you're not gonna rob me or like you're not you know but she you know she saw my demeanor, she saw how I was dressed and it, you know, came across completely innocent and, and professional, and I think she was like, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so yeah, so it's never been a huge problem for me. I'll say yeah. I've been able to wiggle around it if I feel like it. Yeah,
0: I've never like I've once I see it like and the thing that sucks is like you'll see an ad, and you're like, oh, this is a good ad. I like these right. pictures. Oh yes. You read all the things and you get down to the last line. No, a eh, eh. oh. you're like,
1: yeah. Well, fuck me. It sucks. Well, I, I recently, I got past that with one girl here. Yeah. Like, you know, you just, uh, yeah, you, if you really want to, you know, I think it comes down to them just, they do that to avoid getting, to, you know, weed people out. But I think if they end up being able to talk to you or see you and screen you, then it's like, okay, you're
0: cool. I'm like, I'm a nice person. Yeah. I'm you're a just... nice, you're, you're a
1: really nice guy. <laughs> you happen don't, to be black. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you're not bullshit. fitting the stereotypes, but yeah, it is a fucked up thing. But uh, yeah, I got over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Were you, uh, I know, uh, were you excited when you turned 30? Like, because uh, I know, like, I've seen, like, a lot of ads will be like, no dudes under 30. Were you
1: like, I'm 30 now? <laughs> I can see anybody. That's funny. Well, some of them say 35. I see yeah, 35. That I see is 40. True, but it was tough. I got started young. So as you can imagine, like. Oh, god, young, that
0: was, young black dude? That's started, the hardest client. to like,
1: say, yeah. And I somehow could get around it, you know. And I, there was some weird, you know, like, I think, yeah, it had to do with if I could get through the screening and be like and somehow present myself or if they can hear me speak or something then i'll be gucci like they see yeah. what i do for a living and then it's like all right but yeah it was tough i mean yeah being young and i mean that's a double whammy like, yeah some providers will not see young guys um but yeah i think uh you know if they see my picture or hear my voice i might sound like an old motherfucker so they're like all right
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh, favorite like ad sites to use um, so, uh um, like if you're looking at, look up people's
1: ads, Trist, um, rub ratings, arrows, uh, typically that's, that's where I'm at.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does, uh, social media play a role? In, oh yeah. Like somebody's sure. social media play a role in booking them?
1: Definitely, man. I'm, I'm a, I want all the information possible to make an informed decision. You know, yeah. I, I, I understand why obviously we can't always have all the information because people are trying to protect their privacy and such, but it's really nice when you can't have that because you want to know what you're getting into. You know, you're about to show up somewhere and, and you know and, and give a substantial donation. You want to make sure that you know it's, it's what you signed up for. Yeah, yeah it can be disappointing when it's not. So I definitely look like yeah. When they have social media is always a plus. Like that is puts me in a hundred percent comfort zone. I'm ready to you know you're taking this seriously but I understand why I you know I know why all providers can't necessarily do that but you know some they blur their faces out whatever you know but uh but yeah I, I appreciate that a lot I'm glad that more are starting to adopt these modern tools we have yeah does it
0: matter for you booking somebody if they have their own website or not does that matter yeah I mean it's it's a, it's
1: a it's a good thing to have yeah it's a, it's a big bonus for sure if, okay. if I see that it seems like they're legit you know it just adds a legitimacy factor uh, but not a deal breaker, I understand. Not everyone wants to maintain a website, you know. But, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: You're a single dude, right? Yep. Have you uh, ever developed feelings for anybody while doing this? Uh,
1: in a way, yeah. In a way. And it's tough, you know, to decipher. Like, is this, like, um, infatuation, you know? It was probably mostly infatuation. <laughs>
0: well, I felt I felt love at a shirt club, just like t Yeah, so, know,
1: so. It, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I tend to keep thinking I'm pragmatic and, um, by nature. So, I think uh, I tend to understand that this is a you know a business transaction um and i try to make sure i I mask or suppress any feelings that crop up because you know you if you go and you have a great time it's easy for you know emotions to crop up but but yeah i'll be lying if i said some of that didn't happen yeah yeah do you think you could ever date a sex worker yeah yeah i consider myself a pretty progressive open individual um i i am a firm believer that sex work is work i think it should be decriminalized and i don't think it's um you know, everyone has different comfort zones. So, like, you know, you might just, you know, maybe want to be with someone that only does like massages, or you know, you might not want to be with someone that goes all the way. But I think, you know, it's if you can detach. I don't really see physical interactions as something that really makes me that jealous. That's just how I am. Yeah, I'm much more like a cheating is an emotional thing. So I feel
0: so, yeah, I feel yeah, so,
1: that's yeah. me. So um, and yeah, it's business, you know. So I think uh, I definitely could for sure. If you were in a relationship, do you see yourself stop seeing sex workers? Ooh, so I was in a relationship about a year and a half, two years ago or so. Um, And I'm trying to think if I, yeah, it kind of depends. You know, I think it's going to depend on the woman and if she's like okay with it. And of course, like if our relationship sucks or something, I'd probably be looking for an outlet. So I won't rule it out, but on the surface, I'll say probably not. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like it's cheating to see a sex worker when you're in a relationship with somebody? On one hand, you know, by my definition, no. Because I think, um, yeah, I just it's an emotional. It's even le- yeah, and I think it's even less emotional than if I were to go out and cheat, you know, with like a girl at a bar. Because this is literally, you know, it's a, it's a transaction. So there's really yeah. no chance of this, you know, this provider doesn't give a fuck about me. You know, I don't have to give a fuck about them. It's literally, you know, wham bam, might not ever see you again in my life. So um, that's how I feel. But of course there's people out there who that would not feel that way. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, personally, I think, you know, it's, uh, and if it's, and if it's something that's covering up, you know, symptoms in your relationship that are bad. So I think it is probably cheating. If you're having issues with your significant other, that might be have something to do with intimacy. And then you're kind of using that as an outlet. Then yeah, I think you're, not being fully honest with with that significant other. And you should probably work through that with them. But if you have like a fully healthy relationship, then, you know, why not add some spice to it? I agree. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I guess whenever I will see providers that like, I feel like I'll go in this like binge kind of situation. Like I'll just like binge and then I'll stop yeah. for a while. Then I'll binge. I'll stop relate. for a while. I and I feel like I have to, after the binge is just like sadness. sadness, like just like post date sad. Like, Oh God, that was so great. And now the dopamine's gone. And you're like, I'm sad. Interesting. Never yeah. It's never happened. never so happened. That all
1: sounds like it's like a withdrawals you're going through. I feel is that like, it?
0: yeah, It's just like happiness. The, like I feel like the how I felt initially the first time it happened. Right is I go to a strip club in like Asheville and I lived mm-hmm. in Raleigh at the time. And I'm like, that those two days were amazing, and I don't know when it's gonna happen again. And then there's just like sadness. Huh, okay. So I can so I do feel sad. And then something. the only the <laughs> only way to get over it's like to do it again. Or for me comedy helped. I could do stand up and talk about it and I'm like, oh that helps. Otherwise it's just like
1: go book book right, somebody see? else. So I feel something after, not yeah. the same as you. So yeah, I feel my sadness is more related to either a. I think shame. Okay. Yeah. There's shit you of, feel
0: shame at. A like-
1: bit of sh- well, so one kicking myself because it's like, bro, I just spent like this much. Like I need to be better with money. So it's like I spent this money for this small moment here, and now it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, I think that's from my kicker. I'm just like, fuck, I'm an idiot. Like God. But to be honest though, I. I'm a spender, so if I didn't spend that money there, I'd probably go elsewhere, whether it's eating yeah. out or some other vice. But, yeah, I think some of that and then, I mean, maybe a little bit of guilt, too. Like, oh, you know, I'm a piece of shit doing this, you know, stuff like that. But okay. but not quite related to this on your level. It sounds like you're going through, like, yeah. a withdrawal. You're <laughs> like, man, I want it some more. Like, But, yeah, I do binge. I do, I've gone through periods, though. So, yeah, maybe some of that, too, because I go through some periods where it's like wham, bam, bam, want to do a lot. And then sometimes I, I just, like, I go cold turkey for a while. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, definitely, so- I feel something. It's probably a mixture of all types of things because, you know, there's stigmas involved. And then I think it's, like, my personal responsibility and just stuff like yeah.
0: that. You hear that, listeners? I'm sad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, man, sad. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Are you ultimately glad you started seeing sex workers? <laughs> Going back to the last question, I would say on one hand, no, because I'm thinking like you know I probably have some more money in my pocket, but uh, but outside of that, yeah, it's cool. I, I enjoy it, obviously. So I think it it, it provides a you know it's, it's it's an experience, yeah, and it's something I'm glad I've experienced. I think I've been privy to this world that a lot of people don't know about or can't talk about, you know. So I think for me, I appreciate what I've learned, you know, in talking to these providers and are talking to you know, other Johns and things like that. And it's cool, you know, it's this other world that's kind of taboo, but, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. So I do, I'm actually, I appreciate the experience and, you know, something that I don't think I'll ever regret because it is pretty cool. Fuck yeah. It's like you just, like, lived a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's just living, yeah. And, you know, it's, and you learn, yeah, you learn about people and they it, it, yeah, it's cool.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: I don't know if I mentioned to you, like, in March, I uh, I got ripped
0: off for, like, 250 bucks. Yeah. Did I tell you this story? I don't oh, we're <laughs> like I I, cash, I, I like cash after girl. Yeah. Then like is she oh, like? Oh no! <laughs> Come on, you can't do that. <laughs> I was making. Re- I was reckless out here. You were bro. reckless. I Thinking with re- the
1: wrong head, as they say, man. Gotta, I just. I just wanted a massage,
0: bro. I just wanted a massage. Man. I was speaking with my back. dude. Oh, your back.
1: Okay, yeah. I was. You, <laughs> you hear that,
0: listeners? My back was hurting. I needed a massage. Man needed a massage. Did <laughs> <laughs> it <didn't> happen? <laughs> Oh, no. Have you, uh, have you ever been, like, uh, like ripped off? Has that ever happened?
1: Yes. It was, but to be fair, I am super vigilant. I listen to my gut, red flags, all that stuff. But this, I'm super, I I feel like I listen this to my gut. was an elaborate motherfucking scheme. Like, when I tell you elaborate, it was good. So, like we mentioned earlier, having, you know, a good online presence, Twitter, all that stuff, had all that. And the way I got scammed was... When I arrived at the location, I guess they came up with this ruse, like, okay, I'm going to have my friend who's, an, you know, one of my other provider friends going to grab the money because, you know, this is like uh, just to, you know, avoid the looking like it's an exchange for whatever. Yeah, it's
0: like it's like I'm not giving the money to you. I'm exactly. it to somebody else. So, so seem there's not an exchange right. between us. I'm at this know?
1: location and I felt safe cause, because I'm like, okay, well, I've seen you. so it's like you wouldn't be like ripping me off if i've seen the person you know a lot of scams are usually online when you can't see the person or whatever um you're right here in my presence like i know what you look like yeah and so you know the the girl took the money and then i guess they told me to you know go ahead and go to this like location and then i did that and then they went ghost and then like when i like repeatedly called and they like threatened to like do something with my information or something so it was all like legit like they did screening like they really made it look so legit where i let my guard down and then if there were any red flags at that point i was starting to think with the wrong head and it seemed legit it was a very, a um a, you know supposedly an attractive provider and the the, the pricing matched it the, the screening you know was legit um the website and twitter was legit seeing this person so it was all like seemed so legit then I ended up getting scammed. I was so pissed, but uh, everyone gets Hab- got every happens, now and then. Happens Habits the best, <laughs> man. I was on a good streak too, man. I thought I was good out here, and then and then someone got me. So it's just know.
0: I feel like when you just like ignore the ignore the red flags because I had like the like normally I would tell I would never be like yo yeah definitely just cash up somebody yeah just just cash it like
1: yeah you tripping man I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that being
0: said, I will pay a deposit for sure. How a do deposit? Do, yeah. How do, you, um, how do you feel about deposits?
1: Yeah, if it's, a, if it's a provider that seems legit and, um, you know, I think, like, higher end and stuff. Or if it's, like, for, like, I guess I've seen providers ask for, it for like, out calls. If it's reasonable, you know. Um, you know, but, again, it's, like, listening to the red flag. So if it's, like, someone that doesn't have an online reputation, this or that, then I'm, like, okay, you're probably scamming me. Like, if you want to get $100 out of me right now before I come see you at an end call, that's probably a scam. So... Yeah, but otherwise, deposits, I've I paid a deposit like once or twice before, but they are for providers that, you know, have are very popular, yeah, um, respected in their, you know, given communities and such. So, yeah, all that I, I'm okay with. Fuck yeah. Do
0: you tend to, like, see, kind of, like, find, like, one person you like to see, or do you kind of, like, see somebody and then you're like, I want to see somebody else, I want to see some, like, what, uh, what do you think?
1: So, yeah, by nature, I definitely like to try every, every flavor in the box. I mean, I think that's why I do you know, this probably yeah. goes back to why I do it, you know, if I'm seeing someone repeatedly, they have to be good, um, I will say though, I'm going to say later in life like I'm old, but as I've progressed and became a vet in the game,
0: <laughs> as I've progressed into my veteran age, yes, just as I
1: reach veteran status in this game, uh, I no longer, I'm, I'm a little nervous to bounce around, I think that increases my risk um, and exposes me more. So okay. I like to just keep a, a tight circle of, of people I trust. And then I think for me, you know, that kind of when you do become comfortable with someone and, you know, it's like they say online, your mileage may vary. Um, you know, my my mileage is, is, is solid when, you know, I do have a provider that I'm, I'm cool with. And, you know, we have a, always a great time and I get to probably enjoy some some aspects of that said provider that they might not share with everyone when you're a good customer. So, yeah. Um, so now I keep a tight circle to answer your question.
0: Okay. Do I see online a lot just like you know, like hobbyist or like a lot of people on Twitter where like a client is like part of their identity? Do you identify with that at all? Like, if this is client like
1: part of your identity, do you feel like? Yeah, I mean, it's a, a part of my identity that unfortunately cannot be shared publicly, but yes, I, I think it is. I, uh, I mean, yeah, I have a presence you know online in said community but uh yeah i would say it's part of my identity you know it's okay so yeah you know solid part of my life so yeah yeah i'd be lying you know if uh you know if you're religious you know before god you know i can admit that (laughs) yeah Um, yeah. or to people like yourself they're cool but you know can't go around just uh describing myself like that though i'm
0: cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) has anyone told you you sound like obama
1: yeah, yeah, I've gotten that uh I've gotten that a few times. It's actually crazy. <laughs> My, this is
0: not Keith, this is uh, Barack Obama on Barack the podcast. Barack Obama, yes, yes. Michelle's, Michelle's <laughs> gonna be pissed when she finds out about this shit.
1: Yeah, It's stressful being uh, running the free world, as they say. It's rough.
0: <laughs> How do you feel about uh reviews and like review sites forums? How do you Oof. feel about that? Oh yeah, I mean if you
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a big proponent of it. I can see the other side of it. And how um, why some providers are sometimes hesitant with it, and I think it's one because some guys could be an asshole, but then they can go trash, you know, yeah. the girl. But I think generally speaking, there's an understanding. Um, at least you know the the sites I'm on and the providers I'm looking at. Um, I enjoyed it. It provides a sense of you know take some of the guesswork out of it, um, and I myself contribute. But I always ask for permission though. I Before that's, writing review Yeah, it's a nice thing to do. So I, I ask, like, you mind if I write a review? And they're always like, yes, do it. Yeah, yeah, please. Um So, yeah, I'm I'm a big, I'm big on that. Um And that's just how I am in my own life. I mean, I'm, I'm on Yelp and, you know, Google reviews and all that. I just think it's nice to share it. You got a reviewer on the podcast. Yeah, I'm a reviewer, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm critical, so. Uh.
0: <laughs> Fuck, yeah. How, uh, do you think your perception of women has
1: changed at all since starting? You know, I'd say yeah in a way i think for women um just adds to my how amazing women are you know women do a lot in life they give birth they put up with a lot you know just stuff on the surface periods every you know women are strong as fuck and they do a lot in this world and things like men aren't capable of like i would not be able to do that like i i couldn't you know i couldn't just i couldn't be a provider like it just wouldn't work for me um but women can can bear a lot, um, so I think I've gained some respect in terms of women being able to put up with that, and, and not every client's great, and you know, so it takes a certain strength there. And then, um, and yeah, just more more respect for women because you see all walks of life. You talk to providers, um, you know, there's some that you know are maybe down on their you know down on their luck and trying to you know get back, or folks that are very you wouldn't expect to be doing it, you know. Um, so it just goes to show you that, you know, there's just a wide range of people that it all, got walks, of life yeah, it, all yeah. walks of life doing it. Um, and so, yeah, I think I would say that's probably, you know, just, just more respect. I mean, women are just insanely, incredibly capable beings, uh, much more capable than men. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, more respect there. Power, power to them. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: Has your, has the perception of yourself changed at all since the starting?
1: Um, yeah, I think just a little bit, you know, I think, um, realize I'm probably a little more adventurous than, you know, I, I would make myself out to be doing this, you know? Okay. Um, see, so yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I've probably gained some respect for myself in that sense. And then just, uh, and yeah, I think also just for me, it's about being as respectful as you can be when you do this. So like, I, I think for me, I haven't crossed any lines. I always, you know, client or providers typically love me. So it's like, I'm like, oh, I am a nice guy. It's like it's like more validation that like I'm alright. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. You're like, hey. <laughs> I'm okay, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, I got people in, you know, this this end. yeah, so that's
0: dope. Do you feel like you've gotten any better at sex?
1: Hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's and that kind of plays into probably something I missed when we were talking about the the why or what do you like about it? And yeah, I think it's a, a chance to you know, you're with someone who you don't have to, there's no pressure, you know, Yeah. Uh, even in the one night stand, there's still pressure, you know, um, there could be pressures. Uh, but with this, you know, you're with someone who's, you know, hopefully, you know, a good provider, they're, they're a professional at, they're good at it. And, um, yeah, you're willing to probably try things and experiment with things you wouldn't normally try to do with somebody. Uh, so yes, I would say, um, in terms of, yeah, opening my, uh, yeah, opening what I'm uh, willing to do and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's, it's improving probably in that sense because I, I tend to be a little bit more conservative in the bedroom and I would say sex work has probably helped that.
0: I think there's like a like a perception that a lot of people, a lot of clients that see sex workers, they have no other choice Yeah, but to see sex workers because <laughs> they're like unfuckable or they could never get laid. And I'm looking at you right now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith is a good-looking guy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I do. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm okay. How do you How do you feel about that? Or what do you have to say to people that are like,
1: yeah, it's annoying. You know, it's like you know, kind of like we mentioned earlier. I think you know, there's people that you know, one of the stigmas is yeah, you, people think that you have to be like some loser or an incel to do this, and and maybe that's some percentage of people, but you know, just like only the only fans and porn, you know, these industries are huge for a reason. It's because somebody's paying for them. You know, yeah. and same with sex work. Some people are out here paying for it. Uh, So, yeah, I think, you know, you get folks from all walks of life. I, like you mentioned, I'm, you know, I started young um, and it took a lot of, I mean, to this day, providers are like, what are you doing here? You know, Um, and it makes me feel awkward because I'm just like, you know, like, you know, so, hey, you know, providers (laughs) are listening. Try not to make your, uh, (laughs) try not to make your clients feel bad like they shouldn't be there uh, (laughs) because it does. It made me feel like kind of awkward. Now I just, you know, I embrace it. It's funny, but. For the first few times, it did make me feel weird because it's like, oh god, even this provider's telling me like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, you're young, <laughs> you're handsome, and that's yeah, not the case. I mean, yeah, I can go out and um pull women easily. You know, decent looking guy, but this is, you know, I think you have all types of people that are doing this for all types of reasons. Yeah. Um, and for me, like we mentioned, it's like you know, it's a thrill factor to it. It's a you're you're free of any pressures. Um, You know, for me, I think it's this moment where you can. You know, it's it's transactional, you know, you're paying for a service, and I don't view it like that, like an asshole, like, oh, I can just do whatever I want, but I tend to be probably a little selfish um, if I, you know, if I'm not trying to impress anybody, if I could have it my way, it's always going to be like Burger King, and, you know, I can be selfish in the bed, but, you know, if you're, there's, you know, in this game, you you can't be, you know, it's like, you know, within reason, this individuals here to make sure you have a good time. So I'm completely free if I don't have to worry about getting you off. I don't have to worry about impressing you. It's all about me. Uh. (laughs) I do. I feel like the, the, the
0: pressure, the no pressure factor is like a thing that you don't like. It is like you're just going into this like space where it's like, you can kind of be free, and there's like free of judgment, or any like really anything in that moment. And I feel like it's a cool thing that happens that
1: yeah. you don't really get in
0: like really anywhere. Yeah, else. anywhere.
1: I mean, even one. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, in the real world, you're. uh Yeah, there could be some pressures, but with this, it's it's definitely uh, a bit. There's a bit more freedom to it that yeah. I, I guess I enjoy. It's a bit of an escape. Fuck yeah, yeah.
0: Do you have any advice? What would you tell a client like a client that? Wants to try to get into seeing the sex worker. Ooh, yes. what, what
1: would you tell that person? Oh, man, so much. We got time. Yeah. Uh, one, don't be a dick. I mean, that's ruining the game for everybody. Uh, that's just, you know, you're giving people. That's why no AA exists. Uh, there's, you know, all these you know age restrictions, things like that, just because someone is out there being a dick. So, um, yeah, don't be a dick. You know, be respectful. Um, I know, unfortunately, that's not the case. But, um, I would say treat it, you know, the customer isn't always right in this situation, um, just like with any business, you know, so you need to come correct, you know, even though you are paying for a service, you can't just treat it like, oh, you can, I can shit on your face or do weird shit like that. Like, that's not going to happen. You can't abuse, you know, be respectful and uh, yeah, come like a gentleman. Like, even though whatever perception you might have of sex work and stuff, these are people and they want to be respected and they want to be treated professionally because this is like a job for them. So, um, approach it like you would any service you're trying to get, or if you're at the car dealership, you want to come off, you know, like a great client, same thing, you know, here, um, and do your homework, you know, um, definitely do your homework. I think it's going to help you one to protect yourself and two to just know, you know, how to interact with providers that way you can have a better time. Um, so if you're not, you know, if you know the the lingo and the rules and unwritten rules or whatever, you know, you're going to have a better time. So I would say that, yeah, do your homework, you know, make sure, don't be a cheapo, don't don't bargain, you know, just, don't be an asshole, I mean, really, that's, you know, if I, I'm sure if I were to use, you yeah. with more providers, but I think that's the number one thing, right, assholes, like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick, you know, like, you know, yeah, come come with the respect, but yeah, um, so that will be my thing, yeah, do your homework, uh, do your research, um, you know, maybe try to talk to some of the forums, you know, things like that are good, um, just to, to get a hang of it, and, uh, and trust your gut, you know, um. You know some people you know we talked about getting uh getting scammed or whatever you know like don't think with the you know wrong head you know if someone's trying to get money beforehand it's probably a scam if the pictures look too good to be true it's probably a scam you know like you really gotta you know do your do your uh yeah you gotta do your due diligence and if you're starting to get that tingly feeling trust it because you, you know you could throw away your life so i feel like
0: doing the yeah doing the homework doing the research a big thing and also like I, i'd say if you, have, I guess, if I was going to say to a new client before you get in, just like do all your research, find the person you want to see, and then wait forty eight hours.
1: Forty eight hours. <laughs> oh, like <a> wait. <laughs> <period. laughs> like it's, like it's like it's like buying something. a gun, dude. Yeah. You're just like, do well, I that's really? Yeah, really want to? You you're acting on impulse and in the moment, you're not going to be thinking clearly, and no, that's dude. how you know you get. That's how your hand gets forced, and that's how you get exposed because uh, you're not thinking clearly. So you gotta. Gotta have that uh that cool down period as they say. Yeah, yeah. that's the excellent point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just wait a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Make
0: sure you like know what you want to do. I feel exactly. like just like knowing why you're doing something, I feel like helps so much. Right. To, like For sure. What uh what do you think your best experience has been with a sex worker? Ooh. Um
1: so I, I have a couple. So we'll uh, we'll go from a, a sexual experience, just raw. So we'll give a shout out to great provider, Lauren. Uh, best newer massage you'll ever get. Oh, shit. Legit. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, you know, they all say they're the best in their ads, and they all talk of the game. But she is truly. Because I don't know. I mean. it's just the, the same Lauren that I had on the podcast? The, oh, yes. Same oh. Lauren on the podcast. Yeah. What yes. up, Lauren? Yeah. Hey. Shout out, Lauren.
0: Yes. Hey, give her a follow on Twitter. Lauren. It's like the like Lord Baby XOXO3, <laughs>
1: maybe. S- something like that. Give her a follow on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, she's out there. Uh, she's great. You know, okay. a lot of a lot of folks out here advertise Nuru, and they're not really doing it you know they're not doing the full the body motion they've got the the right gel and oils and stuff and that is a real body massage there so uh yeah she is top notch so yeah yeah, next time she's around definitely go see her and don't be a fucking dick (laughs) but um and then i think the the next best experience would be it's just like a cool weird so like you know we talked about you know how i i kind of come off and you said you know and i'm Decent looking guy, or whatever. So, I think I've had the benefit of. I've always gotten like extra time, or just like have providers want to just like hang out with me, which is weird. Okay. Um, But there's this one provider I saw. We we literally, you know, had our hour or whatever. And then after she was like, You want to go get some food? It's like, Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, we went, we hung out like literally. Yeah, it was like we had the hour and then we hung out like two hours after that, getting food. Then we watched TV like an hour later after that, just chilling, just like kicking it. And then even the next day before she left town, she was like, uh, she toured. Um, and like the next day we hung out, went to the mall or something.
0: So, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. It was
1: like really cool. Yeah, you know, we're kind of friends. We still keep up, you know, we're, uh, yeah. So kind of, I'd say that was really dope and i have like similar experiences of that um so I, that, that's why i say guys don't be a dick you know like there's some things you can't help you know yeah. maybe, maybe if you don't have the looks or the social skills but but if you just come correct and be nice you know like you know sometimes you know providers will be willing to do more for you or you know ensure you have a good time next time or whatever so it's
0: like just like, yeah. like people just do cool like i was in new york and i like uh i was in this fantasy football league to where mm-hmm. you got to basically chug a beer Oh. <laughs> that like if you lose if you lose a week, right, the next week you have to chug a beer before the one o'clock games mm. uh or else you lose your top player for the next week. Oh. And I go see this chick at like maybe like it's like maybe like 10 o'clock or something on yeah. like a Sunday. And then I was like, oh, God, I hadn't done my chug yet. <laughs> so she ordered me beer so that I could fucking
1: do the chug. I still. So I didn't lose my player. I was like, that's yeah. so nice. You're cool, yeah, man. I mean, is fucking you know, amazing. People, we're all people here. So, yeah, if you got cool vibes, like, it's going to be reciprocated in most cases unless they're, you know, a trash provider. But, yeah, you're a cool guy. So I'm not surprised that happened. Just be cool, people. Be cool. It's, it's not <laughs> that hard be cool, honey, bunny. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Are are you a fan of stand-up comedy at all? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, I love some of the greats, like, you know, the Chris Rocks, Chappelle's, obviously. Uh, Bill Burr's probably my favorite, um, just because he's just a wacko, you know. He's He's hilarious, and politically incorrect about a lot of things and comes off can come off like a misogynist and racist (laughs) about things but we know he's not because he has a black wife and family but uh but yeah he's dope um and i'm not even like the biggest stand-up fan but um but yeah i would say he's my fave fuck yeah
0: have you been to any like kind of like local shows in atlanta yeah
1: yeah um what's the um garage um dad's garage dad's garage okay and then the um laughing skull okay yeah so i've done that a couple of times uh, and i want to do it more but then covid hit so Co- god damn covid right COVID fucked everything up i mean that's so t- i mean i feel like george has been open for months now like you know if that'll change soon like are they i
0: don't th- yeah i think i think i don't think laughing skull is going to be back for a little bit i mean because i mean it's so like it's so tight in there i mean you could probably fit like socially distance like 15 people in yeah yeah
1: yeah, and it's like how much does it cost? It. How much does it cost to run that? Exactly. You know? Yeah, not worth it. Yeah, I'm sure they've crunched the numbers. Man, but
0: Keith, I appreciate you
1: coming to the podcast. This has been a good time. Yeah, man. No, this this was cool. I'm really glad. I think uh, you know it's it's one sided probably because most people want to hear from providers. But I think you know we don't talk about the, the clients and Johns enough, and um, I think it's important to get our perspectives across uh, and, and and really get to review this world in its totality so yeah, yeah really happy to contribute and happy to come back you know if i have any more interesting stories or crazy stories stuff like that you know fuck yeah well i appreciate
0: i appreciate you coming on it's been good for sure fuck appreciate yeah. it listeners we will see you later bye that was my interview with keith yo shout out keith i appreciate you coming on the podcast that was a good time Listeners, this has been episode 52. Thanks for being here. We will be back next Tuesday with a new interview. Who's it going to be? Ooh boy, I'm not telling. Uh, I'll probably tweet about it though. So uh, make sure you're following us. We are on Twitter, on Instagram, at Full Service Pod. My personal Twitter and Instagram, at TankFunkadelic. Give me a follow as well. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We're literally everywhere. Reviews, ratings really help for visibility for the podcast, so if you could give us a five-star rating, write a review, that would be incredibly helpful. I'll love you forever. I mentioned last week on the podcast, we're doing a 50-sticker giveaway for 50 episodes, so if you want a sticker, we still have about like maybe like 20 or so left, uh, DM me, send us an email at fullservicepod at gmail.com, and I will send you one. If you want to be on the podcast, if you want to hear anything talked about on the podcast, perhaps if you just want to write, and let us know how you're doing. I'll, I'll probably read it. Uh, full, send us an email, fullservicepod at gmail.com. I have a link in the Libson page here this week. One of my friends in the uh, North Carolina comedy scene, he's a comic. He uh, was diagnosed with stage four testicular cancer. He's been battling chemo. For the last little bit, there's a GoFundMe uh, link in the GoFundMe. If you could donate, that'd be fucking amazing. If uh, if you're unable to, I completely uh, I completely understand. But no, uh, hey, well, we're out, baby. Hope uh, hope everything's all right wherever you're at. I will see you on Tuesday. Later. Service.